Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to careerbuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at careerbuilder.com. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about something that happened on the job the other day. We were outside, me and the crew were outside, and we were like maybe about one o'clock. We were doing some work at a customer's house, or I was observing as they did the work. Um, and we saw, well, I, from my perspective, I saw a rabbit running down the street like crazy, crazy fast, like super, super fast, going toward the direction of a house that was across the street from all of us. So I watched the rabbit, of course, because he was going so fast, I thought something was chasing him. And when he got to the house, it was uh, a crow on the on the grass, and the crow had something in his mouth. It looked like it, it looked like a sock or something, but I could tell that it was as you know, as I looked a little closer, it was a baby rabbit. So the rabbit charged the crow and kicked it and stuff, but the crow never let the uh, the baby rabbit go, and the baby rabbit wasn't moving. So I think by that time the crow had taken him out, and the the rabbit was you know still trying to fight the crow, and the crow was hopping hopping away and hop eventually it hopped and flew away and as the the cat as the um the rabbit was looking at the crow from from behind i also in the same scene i, I saw a, a cat kind of creeping slowly on like the back side of the rabbit as the rabbit was dealing with the crow the rabbit had his back turned and this cat slowly creeped up and grabbed the other baby rabbit from behind the rabbit and the rabbit turned around. It was scared, you know, because the cat had snuck up on him. He didn't notice the cat was coming. So he jumped. And the cat, you know, just ran off and took the other baby. And I'm presuming, you know, took that one out as well. And the, the crazy part was after that, the rabbit just sat there. Like stunned. Like totally in shock and disbelief. And I don't understand animals. I don't, you know, talk to animals or or deal with animals enough to know their behaviors but that rabbit looked shattered like completely shattered and broken and just completely 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 distraught and I thought immediately of my own life because I have two kids and I thought like that would be like I don't even know how how do you how would how would I function after something like that were to happen and it, it also made me think of for whatever bad day, you know, you think you may be having, this rabbit just lost both of its children in, in a split second. And it was just, it made me think about, about that. Like I said, my own children, it made me think about, made me think about like motherhood in general. Cause this, this was a female rabbit. I don't know that for a fact, but I just, I just imagined and how that rabbit was running and how it charged and ran into the, the crow like the crow was much bigger and the crow, you know, was probably prepared to, to fight if it didn't have its, its mouth full. And it just made me think about a lot of things. It made me think about like mothers in general and how, how mothers fight for their children. But then it made me also think about 
parents in general, because it's not just, you know, moms that fight for their children, although I will say that I believe that mothers have a different kind of attachment than fathers do. Fathers love their children 100% as well. And I think mothers have a, a closer bond, because how could you not? You had something in your body for at least nine months or 10 months in some cases. Um, so how could you not have a closer attachment? But it just made me think about all those different dynamics and how parents across the board, human or um, in, in any other species, rabbits, what have you, how they love their ch their children and how they'll do anything for their children and how just how, how tragic that whole scene played out right in front of us. And it was over, like I said, like broad daylight over the course of maybe five minutes, maybe probably probably less than that. But like five minutes, we saw that whole scene go, you know, that whole scene uh, take place. And it just made me think about my family and how much, you know, when when bad things happen, you think like, this is the worst thing. I can't think of anything worse than this moment. I don't know if I'll ever get past this moment. It hurts so bad. I just don't want to be here. I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to live, but I don't want to die. I don't want to, you know, I just want this pain to, to pass by or get over. I don't want to get over it. I want it undone. You know, sometimes you don't want to just be able to deal with the pain. You want the pain to be undone. And I thought about that in comparison with the rabbit and how in a split second, she may have started her day. And I don't know if those were her only two uh, children or if she had many other litters before that, or by now if she's had any other ones. But it just made me, in a split second, she started her day with, with two children, and she ended her day with just just by herself. And I don't know if, if rabbits are capable of contemplation, but I wonder if she, did she think that if I had just done a better job of hiding them, the crow and the cat wouldn't have found them, or she thought to herself, if I had done a better job of uh, getting what I had to do done in time so I can get back to protect them, I, they'd still be here and I'd still have the children with me. And I think I think along those lines, because it's a very it's a very tough thing to to have to try to to rationalize in a moment of tragedy especially for the rabbit but even in moments of lesser significance when you're when you're in the middle of the moment it's incredibly difficult to try to rationalize and say that oh it'll get better or I trust God if you trust God or how do, how do I how do I center myself and refocus so all those thoughts were swirling around when I saw that that uh that scene take place with the rabbit and the crow and the cat and the baby rabbits I thought about all those different things and I thought of course, I thought about my life and how everything isn't what I want it to be. But I thank God that that my children are still here. And for as much as, you know, you would want things to be different, you'd want maybe more money, you'd want maybe a better position in life, more happiness, more fulfillment in any area of your life. If, if you still can have something to be thankful for, and there's there's always something to be thankful for, of course. You know, for, you know, there's a, a cliche I've heard, a story that said I used to be, uh, I used to complain about not having shoes until I met the man with no feet. 
and there's always going to be something to be thankful for comparatively in life when when you when you think that you should have you know more money and you meet people who can't can't work anymore or can't uh go to go to a job or they can't obtain employment to get money or they can't get assistance if they're disabled to uh to pay for their their everyday living expenses you think about stuff like that and I, I was just thinking about that because number one you 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 hardly ever see a scene like that like in real life take place right before you so that's one reason I was thinking about it but the other reason again was because I'm a parent and I I know if I saw you know from a distance somebody doing that to my kids I they would probably have to if they took one or two they'd have to take me because that's the only way I could rationalize you know having put up enough fight is if I I too was injured or I too succumbed to those injuries I couldn't just let it be and that's that's my fight for for them regardless whether it's you know something mundane or it's something something more major I have that same fight for them just like that parent would and it's interesting on a kind of related note uh there was a a, a show called Adam Ruins Everything and it was very interesting because he had it was kind of kind of like a a myth debunker show and he was talking about uh the theory of alpha males like alpha alpha personalities rather and in society we talk about alpha personalities as being the people who are the leaders the most driven people the most goal oriented the most um dominant personalities in regard to business or just in their personal life these are the dominant people the people that want to take charge or do take charge in those situations and they were talking about uh the book a book that uh and i forget the author author's name right now but they were talking about a book um where the author was talking about those personalities and alpha personality and he's kind of kind of alluded to that's where that those that, that um saying came from and he was talking about the author of the book was talking about how he followed a group of wolves for a while and he named, you know, one or two the alpha, the, these these are the alpha wolves, and these are the beta wolves, and so on, based on the Greek alphabet. And he published a book, and it was very successful and wildly popular, and people, yeah, I have an alpha personality, or what have you. And a couple years later, after, of course, doing more research, he found that it wasn't that some people were predestined or could be trained to be an alpha personality or a beta personality. He said that the alphas, as he... Um, found them to be in the wolf pack were just the parents they weren't stronger or better than any other wolves they didn't take charge the the wolves that were more assertive than anyone else they were in charge because they were the parents of the pack so the alpha in in that situation and going forth were just people who were parents so they had to be in charge they had to be responsible for the pack which was their children and i thought that it was very interesting because people use in in our society they use the the alpha personality as a way to say that oh i'm i'm the alpha you must default to me well no in in the original in the original study the alphas defaulted people defaulted to the alphas because they were their parents and as parents it's not just about having authority over a person like we use it kind of in western society i am the alpha i'll be over you in in the real life how it's played out in real life with the wolves the alphas were in control but they are also, they were also extremely responsible 
they also take took care of the other children which were you know their subordinates we'll call them they took care of their children they they fed them they made sure they were cared for they protected them they fought fiercely for them and they fought fiercely with them so all of that combined it, it just it kind of reinforced the the importance of parenthood and the importance of being responsible and being accountable and also caring for the people who are under your under your leadership whether you're a parent or whether in western society you choose to take on the alpha personality you are now responsible for these people for their well-being and to destroy them doesn't help to to undermine them doesn't help their well-being to you know to try to plot against them doesn't help their well-being so in in the grand scheme of things if we were to truly follow the the alpha personality prototype we would have to be more like parents and caring for the people that are under us and caring doesn't include you know trying to get people fired and caring doesn't include trying to harm people for no reason so just just my thoughts on on the alpha you know the 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 real what i choose to believe has the real alpha alpha personality being a parenthood over over your children or over people that you are in charge of and the brief little story about the the rabbit its two babies the crow and the cat because it just all of that just made me think of the importance of like i said parenthood and the importance of being a responsible leader and it's more than just being in charge it's more than just you know getting a big piece of chicken it's more than just having a special chair it's more than just being the boss and having a corner office it's 100 percent about being accountable to these people and to make sure that all of their all of their needs are met and that they are protected that's the, that's the goal that's the that's the the major responsibility that i responsibility that i think people fall short of in the in the pursuit of maintaining the alpha so it's it's more about the internal fortitude than it is about the external uh accolades that you may get by being in charge so those are my thoughts and of course it's a lot to a lot to unpack there but i try to keep these really really short but tell me your thoughts. What are your, what are your thoughts? Have you read about have you read the book uh, about the alpha personality and have you read the book by the author with the wolves talking about the alphas being just the parents of the wolf pack and not leaders by uh strength or size or anything like that? I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. So, that's all I got for today. Take it easy. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years, because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.